Sometimes a man. What? what are you talking? Sometimes a man <laughs> will go into okay. like a bathhouse. Sure. And there'll be other men there. Right. And they'll have intercourse. Mm-hmm. And then one of them will catch. Wait a minute. Are you talking about college? And then one of them. Are you talking about? What do we, I'm not sure what you're talking about. And then I'm trying, say, I'm trying a, to talk about science. No, I'm, I'm going to send. I'm asking you. If, oh, science. I'm trying to tell a science story. I want to know if this is a class I can take. This is yeah. That you are getting schooled, in a way. You are getting learning. Right. Okay. You're, I'm being. You're learned. being learned. So you can go. You have sex with other gentlemen, and then, and then because you didn't bring anything to wrap up your willy, you can catch something. Like a disease. And it can kill you. This is walking the room. I don't... Wait a minute. <laughs> Shit. That's so dire. Listening. from Starfish Brooklyn, and it was fun for me. By the way, coming off of the dinosaurs, Justin Van baby, Warmer. That's all I want to talk to you about I right don't now. Know what Justin Van Warmer is a is a is a cuddler, but um, also uh, a learned. Um, oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, no, a, he's a scholar. I'm not. Sure. And he writes about us in the dome. And well, he's he, confused. Truly, truly, but he writes basically treaties or essays about. Treaties? Comparing us to America, not treaties. Are we signing a treaty with not him? treaties? Um, um, so he'll go in the Thunderdome not, and he'll he'll just he'll write a treaty. He'll make a treaty. He wrote a he wrote a treaty of Versailles. <laughs> That's awesome. No, not treaties. That was the wrong word. He he writes these um, uh, essays about us and comparing us to times or events in history, and not just us, but the whole cuddler thing the whole group thing the whole our whole struggle uh-huh. uh, in the most recent installment and i and, and he's a highly learned man so this might not be for everybody but get to the dome oh, and check dropped, it out i dropped my thing he compares the recent election uh-huh. uh to cortez coming to america coming finding Sean, land cortez? uh uh no uh the founder of cortez guitars <laughs> Damn it! Why do you take it to a place I don't know what you're talking about? I, I barely know what I'm talking about. Okay, but basically, what happened was they got here, they burned their ships, so they couldn't go back, and then they got so far in that they had to kill everybody. That's well, essentially but here, it. But here's the thing: so you pull up and you burn your ship. Well, here we go. So we, you burn your ship, so you can't go yeah, back. Do you? The dudes on the ship weren't like, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's burn the ship. The captain pulled up and said, "Burn the fucking ship. We're yeah. staying." And everyone's like, "What are you talking about? Yeah, we're bro? gonna stay." No, and then no, if we no, can't no, no, deal no, no, with what's no. here, there's a lot of guys going. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, and, no, no, no. And then he would, and he did. There was a lot of him pointing at a badge or like a star on his shirt, whatever he wore. I don't think he was a sheriff, but yeah. he, he pointed at some something that said, "I'm the." He had the I'm, big this hat. This is my thing. He had a oh, huge he hat. Got the hat, and he said, he, "Who's who's wearing the big? Who's wearing, who's wearing the who's wearing the metal hat right now? Right. Who's wearing the metal hat?" Right. But he said it in Spanish. I know good he did a lot. Right. That was almost as bad as that comedy you were talking about earlier. This also, people will look back on this oh, with, this with disgust. And my own children will have no, to. No, this, this podcast is basically going to be the audio version of the blacks being shot with fire hoses in Selma, Alabama. I think at some point people are going to go to True. Did you know that your father made hate crime in the closet <laughs> with his friend? 
Did you know that your father made hate crime in the closet with your friend? Yes. Anyway, go read it. But he basically then says that what we're left with is scavenging for what's left. And that the white man is sort of the hobo tang scavenging for what's left. I mean, the Um, white man. And then he said, he basically goes on to say that Starfish Circus to Brooklyn is trying to transcend the hobo tang. So he feels this whole thing is an exercise in transcending hobo tangery. I mean, I, he's putting a nice. It's like the burning of an orange. He's putting a nice bow on what is a horrifying thing. It's so like hard he, for people to just believe this is two stupid dudes shouting at each other. Yeah, like, yeah. we try and break it down. This guy has given us so much credit. There's nothing deep going on here, man. There's just a couple of fucking idiots. Yeah. It wasn't working out for. It's not really it's working out, out now. It's turned on a little bit. It's, well, I'm, look, I know we lost followers when you got on Arrested Development. Like, that's, like, you getting a, you getting that part last week definitely was some sellout shit. I don't think people shit. know that. I think that you they just announced it. Well, we just lost some followers. Um, this week I was on 1600 Pen. And then I just shot a, but I it was just a, it was a small scene. It was supposed to be a little bigger, but then we got there and we realized it didn't make sense. So David Cross and Mary and uh, Maria Bamford and I talked about it, and I ended up just having one line. <laughs> <laughs> You're not that good at having a talk about it. I wish I'd been there to talk about it with you. I had um, figured a way for David Cross to, where you could say to David Cross, "You're already on the show." <laughs> Why don't you let Dave have a part? But it's a, a nice it's a nice thing to have on the resume, and I fucking booked it because the casting director just called me up and said, "Do you want it?" That's and great. Nice. That's that doesn't happen that often. No. Uh, and no. the and the fucking Mitch Daniels, the gentleman who created the Office, came over and he works on it, and he came over yeah. and said, uh, "You were great on the Office. I'm so glad you agreed to do this." And so. then he later on said, "Thank you, Ray." And you said, "Ray," and he goes, and "You're said, Ray James, right?" I said, "No, that's another gentleman." <laughs> Uh, my name's Dave. And by the time I said my name's Dave, he had turned sideways and was looking at just out at a parking lot. <laughs> so that's just how my career is in general. It's still in a shame chamber. And my album's coming out, shame chamber. Well, you had a good date. I mean, we, we can all say my album's coming out. March. My album's coming out. All right. I'm going to march. I got to get it mixed. I got to listen to it. I haven't wanted to listen to it yet. If you're listening to this, listen we to just, we like to do this post. We don't really like to super pump it before, but... If you're, we were in all of the excitement of Starfish Brooklyn and Dave's album. We didn't really talk that much about having a fucking live podcast that we just did with Rory Scovel and that Janet is happening. Varney. Yeah, we did just do it. Yeah, we just did it Thursday. We went super. Early, it went really well. Or one of us it died. It went great. It went, did we also have Jeff Bolt? We tr- we hadn't talked about it. we talked about the possibility we we may, we may or may not have had Jeff Bolt I okay. I will I will try and get either that way one. it was fucking great and it, it was, was at good. the Eureka Theater yep. in San Francisco and we had a blast it was great to see everybody out there yeah <laughs> my sister's coming oh that's amazing yeah that'll sister. be great yeah my sister and my brother in law oh that'll be great uh, my dad will be there Dick will be there so you can get his autograph after the show how is he how is he after the Foreign Hunters loss not as good they, as my sister they lost to a murderer. They lost to, uh, well, they lost. I mean, they just, I don't know. They gave it up. Anyway, we got anyway, right congrats to the fucking murderer. Hey, and we got off. He has become more of a murderer with his victory in my eyes because I wanted the 49ers to win. Since they didn't win, I'm now just straight up calling him a murderer. You... Whereas before I was calling him a quitted, alleged murderer. Now yeah. he's just a murderer. Why don't you make him a double murderer? He killed two people with his bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you haven't mentioned his name uh, makes it makes it better. Yeah. The um uh, uh allegedly we, allegedly okay so 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 we had a great weekend in Brooklyn and the show uh, was fantastic and 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 Will Anderson was able to record an album uh, <laughs> and then be afterwards. 
He put to shame cool things for cool people by taking me into a room and going, just because you and I understand, we get it, right? And then just stared at me. And I I loved that guy so much. And I wanted so badly to know what the fuck he was talking about. And of course I didn't. Because he, uh, being a vegetarian, couldn't find anything to eat before the show. Although he could have gone with us for savory pie. There was pizza. He, there was cheese pizza right in front of him. He just there, didn't want to eat. Four and 20 Blackbirds around the corner would have been a place he would have loved. It was a pastry shop that made vegetarian I shit. I took him to, we went to a, we went to a vegetarian lunch. Let, let's, not be, let's, the, let's, let's not be, let's not lie about this. The man does not, uh, does not mind a booze snack. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing is, is he had like three beers and all of a sudden he was, because he didn't just, eat anything. No, and he was he way went, He went from said, zero to drunk, because that's what happens when you don't have any food in you. Yeah. And then he went up and did a set, and he and he was on stage. He said, oh, that's when I realized how drunk I was. And I was like slurring and like. Well, he was slurring, but he was also screaming. And But yeah. can I tell you something? Nobody, not only do people not hilarious. mind, they fucking loved it. Yeah. So, um, But it was really interesting, because then you and I and Janine literally went up and did 15-minute sets. You know, like bam, bam, bam. <laughs> like we did 15 minute sets. It's like yeah. they held the open mic after the headliner. <laughs> uh, and the band got through it pretty quick. And then we had fucking Nora Jones come out and uh, do Ghost Town with us and a guy named Jed Parrish who was in the band The Gravel Pit. And that she was fucking amazing. Sing, huh? sing like a motherfucker. I, I'm Christ. imagining most people are like, really? You got Nora Jones? You had her sing that song where she had share the vocals with somebody? But so she was what? super stoked to do it. it and she, she was a gamer and she liked the show. I I, uh, I had a great time. So I just want to tell you how this wraps up. Angelo. Okay, talk about Angelo. And then we'll talk about that. So th- that'll be it. So, so This is the sad but, part of our story. Here's, well, here's the thing. Because it was a walk-in-the-room experience, I don't, you guys don't know this because we don't like that, but we had fucking cancellations like left and right. Al Magical bailed, and, I, and he said, Al Magical said, you know, I have some meetings and stuff I have to do, and, and I can say this now, uh, bullshit. <laughs> You're a 49er fan, you fucking cunt, and you went somewhere, you wanted to go somewhere to watch a game like San Francisco. I'm right. just, I'm just, I, that might not be true. Al's a friend of mine. He's a friend of both of ours. But it was a kind I'm, of a I'm calling him, I'm calling his bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it didn't sound like, because here's the thing. The Saturday meeting? Unless he, no, unless he was in a fucking movie. <laughs> Nobody works on Saturday. No, it was horseshit. Nikki Glazer said yes before, almost almost as Al, the door hadn't even shut yet, and Nikki Glazer said yes, in bold caps. Mm-hmm. I'm in. So we redid the poster. Mm-hmm. Garofalo also said okay, very quickly, um, because she's never listened to the podcast. Yeah. And... She doesn't have a computer. And No, I know. And her and her husband, uh, her, uh, common, her common-law husband, not uh-huh. the one she's married to, Rob right. Cohen, but Pete Caldez, yeah. it plays with the monarchs. They're, they're not married anymore, because Rob Cohen married somebody else. They right. got a separation. She doesn't have a computer. I just want to put that. I understand. Yeah. No, I know. I know. And there's 300 fake Janine Garofalo Twitter feeds. I'm sure there are. And she's living like a lumberjack. But you know what? In New York City. Who cares? She still watches. She's a fucking maniac. (laughs) Like a maniac. (laughs) She does. Walks everywhere. It's insane. She looked great. She was great. Yeah. However, so she gets on the show. I'm in this thing where three weeks ago, I ran into Ben Stiller, and before I finished asking the question, he said, yes, I'd like to play drums with you guys. I was like, fuck, that'd be great. So we pick out a song and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Then he writes back. He's like, I, I don't think I can. Do- I got a lot going on. Yeah. Blah, blah. So he was supposed to be the special guest. Yeah. So we had no one. So that happened. So then we get a hold of Pete, the drummer, and I say, look, Pete you live best. in New York. I, we, you know, Pete, uh, you, you fucked up the Beatles. You fucked up your Beatles <laughs> thing. Up the Beatles. Don't miss this chance. How about this? M- Get on the ground floor happen. of a band that's... Let's do this for you. As old as you are. Yeah. I say to Pete Galdez, Janine's uh, 
Lover. 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 Let's call him so handsome. Lover. Yeah, he's handsome. So I say to him, uh, hey, do you know any sort of like indie upstart girl that's got a dynamite voice that is not doing anything on Saturday night? He goes, I don't know anybody, but would you guys be okay with Nora Jones? No. Jesus Christ. What are you kidding me? Nora Jones? For our fucking, for our classy organization? No, 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 no. So Nora Jones can do it, but she can't come to rehearsal. So we can do a sound check with her, which is what we did and do the song once and then hope it goes well. So that all worked out. It worked out better than we thought. Angelo comes with me. He brings a camera. We're shooting the documentary. He's getting all fucking kinds of great shit. He's around everywhere. He does interviews with Greg Camp, who plays bass with us, who was in Smash Mouth. He's doing. He's getting shots of like rehearsals and backstage and Nora Jones and all this fucking rad shit. And he's also fucking running the merch door. He's yeah. running the door door. He's doing the list. Like he's fucking. He also doing got everything. us. He also got us drinks. We're all stoked. We're all running around. Everything seems to be great. And I walk into the dressing room. I'm grabbing my shit. I'm about to go to uh, back home, back to my hotel room. And Angelo's ashen. And I'm like, what happened, dude? And he had points at his computer, and somebody had spilled a coconut milk. Why the first fuck off, are they even in there? First off, if you I, have you coconut milk, I fucking hate you. I cracked one when I got in there because they were like eight. And I was like, let's see what this tastes like. It tastes like fucking coconut milk. Yeah. And I closed it, and I threw it away. Okay. Because well, it's some, coconut Someone didn't close fuck it and throw it away. Milk. They put it right next to the computer, mm. and someone else knocked it into it, and it spilled inside of the computer. Mm. Now, I know what you're thinking right now. You're already going, put it in rice, take the back off, turn it upside down. We got all the tips. At this point, we don't know what's happened. Mm -hmm. But literally, all of the documentary, including what's been shot before, we have some of it backed up, but not all of it. All the story, like our lives, all of everything that Walking the Room, the Reigning Monarchs do artistically... He's in that fucking computer. And the documentary, which has only been underway since January 11th. So... Is Shame Chamber in there? Shame Chamber's in there. Yeah. But at least Shame, so cha Shame Chamber was main... No, 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 no. There was, there was an upside. Yeah. So some of your stuff is like gone, which is like, so shame, oh my God. So Shame Chamber... No, the well, it's, it's just, it's just the like, I think it's better to know that the shirt's gone than to watch us put it on sale yeah. for like eight bucks or four bucks or like you can have one free. Would you buy a bobblehead? Would you buy a Shame Chamber bobble? Here's the thing. Seven dorks are going to say yes. You're going to buy cases of them. <laughs> and we'll be out smashing them on a driveway with a baseball bat one day. I think you should. I think I think that wouldn't be a bad idea to have that come out with the album. Yeah. So that was tragedy. Yeah. Times. That, it, it's walking the room. It's bad. It's walking the room. Even in our, even in our finest moments, something fucking catastrophic, just like, yeah. not catastrophic, nobody Pretty died. Bad. But bad. Pretty bad. He was fucking. Oh, no. Well, fuck. He was out of his mind. He's a guy who. Out of his he, mind. He's a guy and he lives, was trying to blame somebody. He lives in a hammock in a point, garage. He lives, like, it's not going well for him. But he sleeps in his own hand. <laughs> the thing that was really upsetting is that he tried to go, he, there was a part of him so furious, he wanted to blame somebody. And he's yeah. like, this shit. And I was like, I'm be honest with you. There are places in the world where I know neither of us are liked. It was not at the Bell House on no, Saturday night. No. There was nobody there that was trying it to fuck us over. It was purely an accident, and someone no. didn't even notice. And, you know, I'm looking at Will. <laughs> That's so funny. Because so am I. Anderson? <laughs> fucked up, bro. Uh, so let's talk about my flight. Okay. I'm because into I was supposed to fly out on Friday morning. And because I want to have, because I always have to fly fucking, you know, last minute and all this shit because of the talk, working on Talking Dead. And so I'm like, all right, I took Friday off. I'm going to fly out there. I'm going to have a leisurely day. Me and Will are going to have the same flight. We're going to go same hotel. We're going to get dinner or whatever. It'll all be good. So the day before I get a call, hey, do you want to be on Arrested Development? Yes. Of course you do. Of course I do. All right. So I have to change my flight. 
So the cost is insane. Like, it literally cost me, I think, twelve hundred to fly there and back. Okay. Which is a three. It's a three hundred dollar round trip. Yep. For it's way more than you before. made for the weekend. Yep. So, um, so now I'm like, all right, whatever. But worth I it? can deal with this. Worth it. Eh. You know, if I went alone and did a stand up show where there weren't like people like you bothering me, it probably would have been an excellent day. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> I. So no. So I get to the airport, and I go through. Uh, it's nine nine p.m. is my flight. I go through uh, <clears throat> security, and then I go get a beer because there's a little bit of time left. I figure I'll have a beer; it'll help me sleep. Drink a beer. Ten minutes to boarding. Get up. Start walking over to the gate. Oh, where's my fucking ID? I got everything else here. Checking my pockets. Checking all the pockets I have with the coat. Oh fuck! I don't have my fucking ID. Which I think I think sometimes you need to get on a plane. Sometimes you don't. It's very you know arbitrary. So I'm like, last time I saw it was at security, and I remember seeing it. And where the fuck is it? I'm because I put it because I put it in my shoe because what? Because I'm sorry. I put I put the I put the ID and the ticket in my shoe. So then I could just reach. I could grab it. You can take your ID and your ticket through the fucking machine. I know. I don't know why I put it. Down. I usually hold them in my hands so that when I'm going through the thing, the guy sees them in my hands. Yeah, but you have your hands up, and there's guys around you with guns pointed at you. It's a whole thing. Right. I, I just walked. And like you want to know what person. it is? What? You know what the question is? Yeah. Where are the rest of your pants? Why do they stop there? God damn it! <laughs> Did that happen to someone recently? Oh, it happened to um, Captain Kirk. <laughs> really? William Shatner uh, was going through a. Uh, a security checkpoint at LAX, mm-hmm. took off his belt and his pants just dropped and he had no underwear on. <laughs> I mean, that's just called a perk. Fucking Captain's dick, that's baby. That's just called a Kirk. Yeah, it's Captain's dick. Are you talking about Kirk's dick? Yeah, Kirk's dick. That's a Kirk perk. Uh, so, um, so now I'm like, where the fuck's my D? So I'm running all over the airport. I go back to uh, TSA, who are just great. I walk up to a guy and I go, hey, I think I left my ID here. And he goes, okay. And I was like, so, I mean, this would be the time when you respond with information as to what you do when people leave stuff. Uh You're the guy working behind the desk as a manager at the TSA where I just said I may have lost my ID. So this is the point where you turn around and do something or just say, oh, we keep lost and found here. And he goes, well, someone else will handle that. Okay. And then he walks away. And then, and now I'm... Now, does anyone handle it? Well, I'm in a panic now because I literally have five minutes to get on my plane. So then another dude comes over and I go, hey, I think I lost my ID. He goes, I don't know, I'll check. He opens up a file cabinet and he's just, he's just like mixing around papers. <laughs> like, I don't uh-huh. know what's happening. Here's, here's when you knew you were in trouble. He, what he did was he opened up a file cabinet, then he got out uh, salad uh, tossers, Right. And he just started tossing the salad. He just t- he just took he just took two, right? He just got himself two big salad tossers and yeah. he just tossed it. If you are the TSA yep. and you're in charge of one of the busiest airports in the country, right? Nay, world, right? Have a little thing where when people accidentally drop their IDs that you put like a box, like a little box with a lid on it, okay, Mr. Anthony, and you take Mr. shit Anthony, out, hey, Mr. Yeah. Anthony. I need you to keep your. First what? off, I don't like the tone of voice. Oh no! I, I need you just... keep it. I want you to keep it down. Uh, 
in fact, if you will look at what this is, this is a drawer, which uh-huh. is much like a box. Yeah, but there's some... And each one of the things that people have lost are put into a file, and then that file is filed in a file of files. There's... Shut up. There's a kitten. I'm not done. There's a kitten in there. Each file is for each hour or each minute of every day. Okay. The possibility that Dave yeah. slash Anthony mm-hmm. or Anthony Dave right. id... Lost his ID uh-huh. means he's in a possibility in the last, what, 20 minutes? Mm-hmm. There's 74 different files this could be okay. in. Okay? Yeah. So back the fuck up and let me get my salad tongs. You should be working in a parking lot. <laughs> okay. First off, <laughs> I don't like the assumption. You should you should be a parking lot attendant. Because that's something. how qualified you are. Let me tell you something. And yet you're in charge of our security. By the way, By the way you can't make a liquid explosive on a plane. <laughs> so I should be able to bring you water. Because number one, why don't you just have me fucking drink it to see if it's an explosive? Number two, it takes like eight hours in a stable environment to make a fucking bomb. Here's the thing I'm going to tell you. Okay. I don't like your tone of voice. Okay. Also, yeah. my headhunter filed me as an indoor guy, not an outdoor guy. <laughs> so I will not be getting any jobs as a parking lot when I am qualified to work here. You did not have a headhunter. <laughs> you answered a fucking ad in the back of a goddamn... Yes. With Craigslist. And how did I see that? Weekly Craigslist. How did I see that? With my balls that are in my head and we were hunting. God damn it. (laughs) Also, I am a. What am I going to do with my belt? Why am I taking off my belt? (laughs) What's going on in my. What? Uh, First off. What's going on in my belt? Gun belt. (laughs) (laughs) Then you would see it when I walked into the fucking x ray machine. (laughs) Gun belt. Metal. Okay. Okay. So. Then he looks at me and he goes, I don't see, I don't see nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's just a great phrase to hear from someone who's in charge. <laughs> I don't see nothing. <laughs> so I feel very confident about our country security. Yeah, of course you do. And I run back to the gate, which is on the other end of the... How sweaty are you at this point? I'm pretty sweaty. Yeah. And um, Like, can you see any of it? No. Not yet? No. And then I go back to the place where I had my beer and I go, was it on the floor? Did anybody find it? She goes, no, no one found it. So then I go to the gate and I'm like, fuck, I, I guess. And then I see they're not taking IDs. So I'm like, okay, I guess it's fine. I guess I can on the airplane. And I text my wife. I'm like, I fucking dropped my ID. I, and, you know, I don't know. I don't no idea where it is. It's not any pockets, anything. And she goes, and now I lose shit. Like I'm, I'm a dude who like, I always lose things. Like I leave the house three times. You know what I mean? In and out. Oh, I forgot my keys. Oh, I forgot my wallet. Like I'm that guy. I just keep going in and out. I will lose my sunglasses on average 17 times a day. I get it. I just lose everything. Right. That's, where I wear, that's why I wear my indoors, dude. Right. <laughs> it's great. It's great, P. Diddy. So I often the text my wife and she goes, well, you, you have it. And I go, no, I really don't this time. It's really, I've checked every pocket. Like, it's really not here. Yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen on the way back. Like, I don't know what the deal is. She goes, maybe I can overnight it. I'm like, well, it won't work because by the time I get there, it'll be Saturday. By the time you try to overnight it, I will already have left on Sunday. It won't work. So I'm like, we'll just have to figure it out. When I get there, it's going to be, it might be totally fucked. And I go, I mean, and she goes, are you sure you don't have it? I go, where the fuck would it be in my shoe? Oh, you're an asshole. So now... I'm sitting down, mm. and, I, and I feel my I shoes, and I'm this, like... I don't want this story to end. And I'm like, there's... I don't want it, it to end It can't because I can't... I don't want it to end this way. Because I can't feel anything in my I shoe. I don't want it to end this now, way. Now, I do have nice thick socks for the wintertime I'm about to enjoy in New York City. Enjoy is a stretch. So I take off my shoe, and God damn it, <laughs> there's my ID. You fucking cunt. <laughs> you fucking cunt. 
Like for all the shit you give me, and then you make this, you are a cunt. How fucking? I hate. I hate. What are you talking about? That's no, the ultimate Dave Anthony story. That's that is just so. Fucking... That's like that. That explains my entire career. That explains everything in my life. <laughs> it does really? It's everything. It's, hey, where is it? It's, it's in my shoe. Oh. <laughs> it's all in my fucking shoe. <laughs> and I just didn't know where it was. That's fucking. You know what? Tell me jokes. I've lost in my shoe. I've everything's in my shoe. <laughs> the whole fucking deal. We'll be right back. I can't even. I'm not even. Wanna, I don't want to talk anymore. So, on the plane, we're back on the plane. I sit down, and there are two. Now, I was a douchebag on the plane. Okay. I'll tell you how. So, there are two women. There's an older Asian woman, I want to say 60s. Yeah. And next to her, a younger Asian woman who's maybe late 20s. Right. And I sit down, and I'm like, well, this is very, I feel very claustrophobic here. And then I realize it's because the older Asian woman has brought a down comforter. Of course. Like the kind you would have on a queen-size bed. This giant fucking down comforter that she is going to sleep in. <laughs> like a crazy person mm-hmm. on an airplane. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's fucking weird, and this is not going to be a great flight, because that shit's going to get all over me. And also, I don't really want, I don't want to share a down comforter with an old lady But here's on the a thing, plane. once you start there, just bring the rest of the bed. Right? Bring the bed. Bring the whole fucking bring shit. Bring the box, I, you know yeah. what I do? Box I don't bring the cover, I bring the box spray. Yeah, well, why wouldn't you? <laughs> right? Yeah. So, I'm like, what the fuck? And then How I stoked look over... would you be if you saw me coming down the aisle holding the box spring and then realized I'd be sitting next to you? Uh, I'd, I'd kill myself. <laughs> I would just, I would just What if I didn't have a box spring at all? It's just me. Oh, that's horrible. Really, <laughs> you also kill yourself. Really kill <laughs> so now I look over and she's got like a garment bag also. Right. On top of the comforter. Right. And then on top of that, she's clutching her handbag. Like clutching. Like there's a windstorm <laughs> or there are 50 burglars sprinting by trying yeah. to grab shit. Yeah. Or like she or, white knuckling. Or there's birds inside. There could be birds inside. <laughs> she does not want to let that out. They, she could have a, yeah, yeah. Have a whole thing no, full of turtles. Turtles you could catch. You couldn't. You open that thing and birds go out. Yeah, that's You're true. Uh, yep. And then I look over. Also I, I hope. To, I, also hope. Hope. If you let go, hope, hope will fucking, dis- especially and sitting you next to yeah. you, it would have just fucking yeah. dissipated. Yep. And then I look over, and the younger Asian woman is also clutching her handbag yeah, like the place is full of Robbie Stabby murderers. Like, uh-huh. it's crazy what's happening. And they're clearly so terrified of putting their bag anywhere out of their reach because, you know, who doesn't steal shit on a plane because you can make an easy getaway? Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm, so I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is what I have to sit next to. That would be kind of cool, though, to pick, like, to fucking be a pickpocket on a plane or a purse snatcher. A purse snatcher on a plane. And then great. just get to Snatch the other that end shit. of the plane and then go, you don't see me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I would be gone. Normally, I'd be gone. Swiper, no swiping. <laughs> swiper, no swiping. So now I'm just sitting there. I'm like, well, this is fucked up because these are people. 
these are the kind I'm in the window seat, and these are the kind of people that you can't go, hey, I need to go to the bathroom. Right. They've basically set up a room, and they're terrified. Right. So I stretch out, and then there's something under my, where my feet go. Right. Where I would put my bag. Or your wallet. Or my wallet. Or your ID. Or my ID. Some place where you put your ID. I stretch out my ID keepers. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just call those your ID keepers. In fact, I'm just going to say, what kind of wallet did you get today? Because that's what your, what your shoes are, our wallet. You fucking idiot. You're so, an idiot. And there's something under the seat. And I'm like, well, this is fucking, this uh-huh. is where I and keep my And it's not your shit. ID. And so I kick it to push it forward. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then it gets pushed back. Ooh, I don't like it. And that. I'm like, okay, so this isn't the crazy Asian ladies. This is the fucking lady in front of me. Because she doesn't have a place to put her shit because she's right at the front. Right. Right? So there's no seat in front of her. Yeah. That means you have to put your shit in the fucking overhead bin, That's right. crazy. Yeah. Because you paid for that extra leg room, by the way. Oh, fuck yeah. So you actually have yeah. to, it doesn't matter, but you don't you, get to fucking take my leg room. Right. So I push it again harder. It comes back even harder. And I'm like... You, I, I, I stood up and I go, you can't keep your stuff there. That's where my feet go. And she goes, well, I need to keep it somewhere. I'm like, that's, not a, that's a different answer. That's my, that's my space. So I picked it up and I put it in the seat next to her, which was fucking empty. And then it was really awkward. So now I'm in a fight now with this Now what, what happened then? Then she just went harumph. She like didn't say anything. She yeah, just turned she around and got all mad. Yeah, she was fucking wrong. How old? But she's also a twat. She was like 50. Yeah. So I was like, what the fuck is happening on this plane? Now, the reason I fly Virgin is because they have the internet and they have that little fucking TV You know TV what was screen. in her bag, by the way? What? Her Poi- youth? <laughs> That's where she kept her uterus. Uh, <laughs> it's all dried. It's all dried up now. Why would I make that joke? Most of our listeners are menopausal. I know. Um, and, I, and we love and them. We love you. We love you. So now the plane starts flying and I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch TV because they have live TV on fucking yeah. the plane. I it's it. like, it's like living in a magic land. Yeah. On the way back, I watched the fucking Super Bowl on the goddamn airplane. Like yeah, that's, you can't. 10 years ago, you told me that was going to happen. I would have, I would have punched you in the yeah, face. You don't have to, you if you're crazy. flying virgin, you have to worry about missing anything. Right. So all the other screens are working and mine goes out of service. And it also, uh, the Super Bowl is gayer on virgin. Much gayer. Yeah. Oh my God. So yeah. Gay. My screen goes they ran the Madonna halftime on that one. My screen goes out of service. Yeah. I'm like, okay. So I call the guy over and I go, hey, my my thing is out of service. And he goes, um, okay, I'll try and restart it. So he goes in back and he hits a thing and then code comes up and it's restarting. I'm like, yeah. okay. So it restarts. I'm like, perfect. I go to hit it again, pull up the station I want to watch, out of service. So I'm like, all right. Excuse me, Asian ladies. And I get up and I have the Asian ladies stand up. And I go to the I go to the back, and I go, hey, so the screen's not working again. Mm-hmm. And, and he goes, he goes, okay. And, and then I just stared at him because it was like, okay, was the end of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he, that was yeah. his answer. Like, yeah. yeah, no, I know it's not. And then I stared at him, and they go, are there any other seats? I don't think there are. There's some middle seats. I'm like, I don't want a middle seat on a night flight. And then, and I go, so, so what are we going to do? And he just stares at me. And then I just stared back at him. Basically, we were having a stare off until somebody broke. Right. And And it was crazy how long it went on. And then he said, I can give you a free movie. Okay. And I said, okay, that'll do it. That's a couple hours. That's fine. 
And then, but I walked away and I realized, and I thought of that Louis C.K. bit when he talks about people flying and getting upset about shit when they're on planes. Yeah. yeah. And I realized I was like the cunt of the year. Yes. Like I was just being yeah. a bitch. Yeah. But also in the back of my head was like, I paid 1200 fucking bucks. I should be in first class. I should be getting whatever I want. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> here's the thing. And I'm with you on this, but I was, when I flew back on Virgin uh, from Boston, uh, TV. Oh. Just the sound. Oh. Oh, that's Guy great. Goes, Let that's me restart great. it. Yeah. He restarted it again. Same thing. And I went, I'm reading a book. Yeah. But here's the other thing, too. I also realized at the end, the guy came up to me and said, look, I don't want you to watch Moonrise Kingdom. No one needs to see it. That's where we're going. That's, That's where my story is going. Oh, you're kidding. I. So that. Fucking... Oh, my God. How weird. I had no. Because we. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> That's, I was trying to watch Moonrise Kingdom. You got my Moonrise Kingdom. You got my Moonrise Kingdom. Can I just say congrats to Wes Anderson <laughs> for making the same fucking movie a million different times? Uh, I can't. I can't. It's disappointing Fuck because it, I can't. here's the thing, though. I have holy shit. I have I have a great amount of love for his first three films. I love Bottle Rocket. I, I loved love Rushmore. Rocket. I love Rushmore. And I loved um, uh, 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 Te- Royal Tenenbaums. Royal Tenenbaums. Did not care for it. I loved it. Um. And I and I also like the uh, animated one. I like the Mr. Fox. I like the Fantastic Mr. Mr. Fox. Mr. Fox. And then there were moments of pain and suffering. uh, No, but there were moments during Steve Zissou that I was like, okay, it's always interesting. He's at least he's an interesting filmmaker. He Mm. works very hard. Mm -hmm. Everything he does is labored. Mm. But feels like it. I I I feel like I missed a bullet on it. (laughs) I feel like I feel like the girl the girl that was the girl that was my flight attendant was gorgeous and black, and I feel like she was like, look books man get into your books yeah i know mike's watching something fun and his works and yours doesn't but you're not watching a movie on this flight and i'm also here's me i'm not gonna get mad i'm not gonna get mad congratulations to you for regular price flying no you know what it is it's just pills (laughs) it's a different guy it's just a guy doesn't give a shit that much just doesn't care that much so i watched that movie and then i was like well fuck everything about this by the end of the movie, I was reading a book, and the movie was just playing. Yeah. I, you know, I can't. like. And people said, you haven't liked the other ones. This one's going to be the one you like. No, it isn't. It's the same fucking movie. It's just the same quick cuts and all the fucking shit and the weird, quirky character. Yeah, I get it. I get it. And everyone's adorable. It. and and but Real... F- if you're a fucking quality filmmaker, you change your shit up and you try something... Take a fucking risk, bitch. Well, switch it up a little I bit. I don't know. It's you know, some artists are different. You know what I mean? It's like you don't want their moans to make a different record, but you're happy if you two try some shit. Some people are just better at that than others, and they fail along the way as well, either by staying too much the same or trying too it's, hard. It's way too. It's the a same. weird thing. But I think he just doesn't. You know, you know. I think at certain points you go, well, "This is what my people like, and this is what I like, and this is what I make." But as a viewer, you go, "And exactly." I was like, I couldn't get the sound, but it was still running, and I was like, "I know exactly what's happening." Yeah. Yeah, I know exactly I, what's I happening. Turned I turned off the sound and just watched it. I know all these I know all these archetypes from yeah. your other movies. So yeah. you're not you're not showing me anything new. You're no. not trying to do something new. No. And also, I started thinking about like where does he go next as a filmmaker? Like, what does he? I was really thinking that a lot. Where does he? Bottle do? Rocket. Does he do? I still think is the best movie. It's fantastic. So, okay, that was my. Uh, now well, let's take a break and we'll come back with your. Uh, yeah, I got. It. Yeah, you got a thing. I got a thing. You gonna be all right? I have a. Oh fuck! It was great. Okay.
This is Walking the Room. My name is David Anthony. I'm here with Greg Barrett. Greg, uh, yeah, I hear you've had uh, some interesting times lately. I had quite an adventure this weekend. Oh, I want to tell you? you something. I did the Starfish Circus Brooklyn and had an amazing time oh, despite a few bumps in the road. Yeah. So happy when I got home yesterday, and I'm going to tell you what happened. Now, here's the interesting thing. Now, uh, when people try and break us down into to, uh, you know, Dave and Greg and... You know, I, I, I relate to Dave because he's grumpy and Greg is optimistic. You have to understand that if both of us didn't have little pieces of each other, we wouldn't be friends. I have a fucking temper. And I'm also, I actually was more crazy during the making of this whole thing for a longer time than Dave ever was. And my <laughs> anger was just silent and inside and eating me away. Beautiful. Now, and I'm not going to labor this anymore. I won't mention it that much more. But now that I have found the... Uh, Jesus? Uh, yes, in a bottle. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that I've found this sort of uh, reprieve, uh, I'm able to work at a slower pace in certain situations and have a better understanding of them and wait a minute before I make a decision about how I feel, uh, which makes me not as interested in some things and wildly interested in others. And it's, you know, we've talked about that at infinitum. Now, this kind of situation had not happened until I got home on Sunday. I called my wife. I said, I'm in. She said, I've been sick all weekend. I haven't bun- got any food. Your sister's here for the Super Bowl. Do you want to go and pick up some fried chicken? Fuck yeah. I said, yeah, I'll go to Gelson's. No I'll pick up some fried chicken. chicken. Mm-hmm. Maybe get some ribs. Corn dogs. Get some gray ladies in a can. Yeah. Uh, right? Yeah, sure. She's got diamonds already at home. Oh, shit. I go, Party going on. I go to the deli counter. Place is packed because it's Super Bowl Sunday. Yep, shit's going off. People behind there, a lot of people milling around the deli counter. Uh-huh. Got to take a number. I couldn't find the number at first. I found it. By the time when I got there, they were saying 34, 35, 34, 35. I go over, and this older woman runs towards the machine, but I'm there before her. Blocker. I go in front of her. Yeah. And I take this ticket, and I realize I've cut her off, and I hand it to her. Uh-huh. And she goes, oh, that was nice. Thank you. No problem. I take 36. Yeah. We both go back over to where the meats are, and we wait. Uh-huh. Finally, a guy goes, 35, 36. Yeah. Woman puts her hand up. Now, this fucking mook from a fucking- Is this your this, woman? Your woman puts her hand up? Yeah, our old woman. And this you old woman you, is this old woman is like out of casting. Like, she's yeah. 80. She's got the big dark glasses inside. She's wearing a lime suit. Oh, fuck yeah, she she's is. She's fantastic Jesus in white Christ. shoes. Oh, she's my best. God. Did you Open fuck toe. Her? She was- I mean, I just, I should have given her. It didn't matter because I was just jerking off. Okay. So I'm standing there. We're no, we're not talking. We're both looking at what we didn't have a conversation because I would have gone into a conversation with that crazy lady. Well, hang on. Well, well, we're forced into one because this happens. Mm -hmm. A dude in track pants, short sleeve, grayish hair, Italian dude, fucking full. Full? No, he's not. He's fucking like a like a like like a a fucking mobster-looking dude. Exactly. Period. Yep. Goes. Yeah, I'm 34. And uh, the guy goes, I already called. He goes, no, I no, you didn't. And I said, yeah, he did. He goes, pardon me, bro? Oh, you got the bro. So, no, I'm sorry. Let me get back that up. She says, yes, they already called your number, the old woman. It's my turn. Yeah. And he goes, pardon? No, I don't think so, lady. And then I said, yeah, he did. Yes, yes, they did. They yeah. already called 34. Tempers are fucking So flying. he goes, fucking pardon me, bro? Yeah. And I go, really? You got a bro. And he goes, what the fuck? So he steps to me, puts his shit down and steps to me. Puts his shit down. Steps to me. He's in a fucking grocery store. I go, it's now, here's where I am. Yeah. I can escalate too, but because I'm all Lexa proud, I'm just staring at him kind of quiet. Mm-hmm. And I go, are we yelling at an old lady today? Do you have your glasses on? Yeah. Okay. I go, are you yelling at an old lady today? Uh-huh. 
And he goes, what the fuck, buddy? <laughs> they so called were... my number. I go, they called your number a while ago. He goes, you don't fuck. Listen to me. You're messing with the wrong fucking dude. And he gets it's up true. and he's fucking shaking. He and, his, and he's big. He's probably on steroids. And he, I go. Or just and ham, I say ham to him, sandwiches. I say to him, you're messing with the wrong fucking guy. <laughs> I, but I actually yeah. disagree with that statement. Now, let me tell you why I said that. Here's the thoughts that went through. Here's the thoughts that went through my head. Two weeks ago, I got hit in the head as hard as you possibly could when I fell off that skateboard. Yeah. And I lived through it. Well. Hang on. I'm like, that's the worst I'm going to experience right now. Mm, I can live through that. I, I think he could do worse. If he hits me. Yeah. We're buying cars. We're getting all you kinds are. of. We're, we're like. But here's. You can no, sue Gelson. So you can get ham sandwiches forever. Free ones. Totally. I've also got the crowd behind me. Now. Yeah. The, and, and are but they this is anything? the best. The old yeah. woman goes, hit him. Oh my God! Listen to her. What? Listen to her. <laughs> Listen to her. She goes, Holy shit. She goes, Listen to her. She goes, Hit him. We're all standing right here. What? Go ahead, tough guy. Hit him. Hit him. Now, I, now, my insides start to, my insides yeah. start to get, now like I'm you afraid. Could, you could shit yourself. Because I'm like, bit. Okay, this guy's going to hit me, but yeah. I have the exterior of. Totally calm. That always freaks him out. And so then he goes, he goes, he looks at me. Now, here's what I'm wearing. I got my army pants on. I got a flannel, mm -hmm. hat, glasses. Yeah. My fucking penny loafers. And, and, let's, and let's say this. These dudes that do this yeah. never hit anyone because they don't have to at that point because the other guy always backs down. Right. I'm the guy who doesn't back down right. also, and they'd never know what in the fuck to do. Right. I'm standing ever. there. Dude, I'm as composed as I've ever been. I've also not raised my voice once. Yeah. Because I out. know. No, but I know like in my relationship with you and my wife, like I didn't realize I'm a guy that raises my voice a lot yeah. and didn't realize that. And I'm like, and that's, and sometimes people way, think I'm angrier than. I, I feel like, I feel like uh, I'm your sensei and all the training is coming together. So. I'm, it's really great. I yeah. wish I'd had this at the Christmas tree a lot a couple years ago. <laughs> or when I drive. So now she says, go ahead and hit him. Yeah. And then another woman walks over, a blonde woman walks over to me and huh? laughingly says in my ear, oh my God, this guy's picking on an old woman. <laughs> now, now, it's a, now it's a crowd. Crimson. Yeah. And he's like, he says to me, you are fucking with the wrong. What what are you gonna do? Hey, and I go, I go Jesus like this. Christ. Hang on. So I say like this back at him in his same voice. So are you? <laughs> and he goes, and then this is his final thing. He looks at me and he goes, "You're a." F he go, and I and, and yeah, I, yeah, no yeah. no. I say, no. He this is what he said. He said, "You're fucking with the wrong guy." And I go, "You're fucking with the wrong guy." This is good. And then yeah. he goes, "Don't use." He says, "Don't use language with me." And I you, say, you, yes, he just said it too. And I say, I will do as I see fit. <laughs> this is amazing. Here's his final play. Now, trust me, he's wearing Adidas track pants and a, and a, just a, just a fucking hoodie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he says to me, he looks me up and down and he goes, you're a slob. Whoa, he's wearing a fucking, what? And I laugh. So loud. He's basically got everything but a fucking chunk of provolone in his goddamn hand. <laughs> uh, so then to that response, and remember, by the way, I'm certain I'm going to be punched in the face yeah, yeah, at this yeah, point, yeah, yeah. but yeah. I'm not going to let him bully an old woman. Right. And also, I'm not wrong. 
So, so you're standing up for an old lady and yourself a little bit. And I'm going to get you? slugged, and I'm, I'm standing there, and he goes, you're a fucking slob, and I laugh so loud, like you'd made a joke. Like, yeah. I just go, <laughs> and I clap, and he's fucking furious. Yeah, because that, that was supposed to take you to the next, you were supposed to get really upset with that. I just fucking- Because he could tell you're a, you're a bit of a dainty fella. Sure. You're a dandy. Right. And so he knows you're underdressed, and he senses that you like to dress up, and so he's going- He goes, right that at one. you're a fucking slob. Yeah. And I just laugh. Because it's a really sad thing to say. And then he just turns to the person and goes, I'll take the chicken. <laughs> he and gets you... himself a nice big piece of chicken. <laughs> gets himself a great big piece of chicken. He just goes right over and gets the chicken. He, it was the best. And here's my, by the way, I was terrified. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to get it. Enough. I'm going to get whacked on the way out of the store. But then he disappeared. And I never saw him. Like, again, like he could oh, yeah, that back. guy's not going to do anything. But the best thing was, I was like, look. I'm standing in a room full of people. I've been punched before. Mm-hmm. I can take it. He's pushing an old woman around. Mm-hmm. She was afterwards. She was like, oh, my God, that, that guy. She goes, that guy was nothing but a dirty bum. A bum. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. When, when You should have brought her back to watch the game at your house. <laughs> She's truly, she I hope I see her again. Right she, now. she would be great. She yeah. would have been great to interview. Yeah. She. Um, I don't know why she became Burgess Meredith at the end. <laughs> Nothing but a stinking bum rock. Yeah, nothing but a stinking bum. Get the chicken. Got himself a nice big piece of chicken, did he? But that was the weirdest thing, dude. It was like he started hostile. He wanted to fight, but he wasn't going to get one. He didn't one. want to fight. No, he, he didn't. He didn't want to fight. He wanted to scare you. But all he had to do was go, what am I? Like, I kept thinking, what are the stakes for this guy? Like, he's 34. We're going to let him go. If he had simply said, if he had turned and said, hey, you know what? I missed my thing. Yeah. Both of us would have said, yeah, get your. Yeah, grab your thing. Who cares? You it's Super Bowl it. Sunday. That's all right. But he snapped at the woman, and I was like, what the fuck, yeah. bro? And I was there when they were yelling out, 34, 34. And yeah. he goes, I was standing right here. I go, you weren't. And he was, anyway, it just was like fucking intense. But I have to say. It's hard to hear through stupid, But there's though. something in, there's a difference between righteous indignation. Like, when that woman had her shit under your fucking chair, wrong. She was wrong. wrong. She was not playing the rules. Wrong. She knows better. Yeah. You could have just said to her, hey, you know better. You know yeah, that I, I paid for this space. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with the truth. It's when you're wrong. Like, the, there's nothing they can do. When you're do. in the wrong and then you're getting into a fight about being wrong. And all that that's guy when had, you're a... But nobody... But, but he knew but, that. but neither of you were playing the truth in the galley when you're talking about the movie. Because what should have happened is this. You know what, man? I'm sorry about that. They... You know, sometimes these things fuck up. They're old. Right. You know, they're old. We're being sold. And I'm like, all right. But, you know, can I give you a free movie? But he chose to actually have the confrontation with you as yeah, well. Yeah, he did. He saw your hostility and he reacted with hostility. Whereas with this guy, I started to react with just... Hey, I got to say that I wasn't being hostile at that point. I was literally, I walked back there like, hey. You know you're just hostile standing. No, I'm like a, I'm like a, if you see me when standing, I'm, it's like in Justin Van Warmer's gentle in angel. In Justin Van Warmer's um, uh, essay, he talks about your father. Oh. And, he re- and he says, much like when the red menace. <laughs> and what he talks about, and this is exactly who this, this is kind of who this guy was. Mm-hmm. He talks about when your father was a young man, he, he had the luxury of being liberal because he still got everything. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're a liberal, you better be okay to give up shit because it's for everybody. Yes. Right? Like the Kennedys were like, no one's going to ever take anything from us. Blacks are awesome. <laughs> and I don't mean that to, to, I don't mean that they're against civil rights, but they were never getting anything taken off your plate. Right. Now... 
you're not the president of the United States and you're also not halftime entertainment and you're also not what America wants right. at all. Yeah. And so that's when you start going, I got my guns and I got my rights and I got my second amendment and I got my, you know, that's, there are good reasons for the second amendment, by the way. Yeah. And I was on the plane on the way back, the CNN was on, or I think it was CNN, and they were like, and the gun, talking about the gun issue, and we are going to go and speak to Ted Nugent about how he feels about the Second Amendment and the gun issues facing America. And it's like, so there's a serious issue on the table. Yeah. Right? There's like... Like besides abortion, like guns is probably it. Like it's the serious fucking issue that we're tr- we're trying to deal with and trying to figure out a way through, and we need intelligent discussion. And CNN goes, okay, so to deal with the gun issue, we're gonna go talk to a fucking clown, a human <laughs> clown, right? That's just yeah. couldn't be. We're, we couldn't find a dumber, more simplistic, stupid asshole. Informed, and that's who we're gonna chat it up with about this, like. Are you out of your fucking... That's right. CNN, CNN should have been firebombed at that point. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And, every, and everyone would have gone, well, the Nugent thing. I get it. I mean, they're just... But there's this thing in this country... Okay, so obviously you heard that Obama made some comment about whether he had a son and whether he would let him play football or not. And there's this yeah, real... Yeah, why was that anything? I, wouldn't, I don't a, want my kid to play football. There's this real issue. There's this real issue with these cats who have... are, And there's just a handful of them now that have sort of outed themselves as guys who are suffering some severe... Oh, yeah. It's a big deal problems because of being hit so hard yeah and and then there's the people that don't want the game to not be entertaining yeah and the people that want to make money off of it and a less entertaining sport and blah 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 it is i will say this having not watched football for years and then having watched this playoff run the game is super changed and super pussified but at the same time because people are dying well I, I'm always one. I always wonder about the people that are like, no, no, just leave it. The, just leave it alone. Yes, some people die. Look, it's their <laughs> fault. <laughs> you know, we're like that with everything. You know, we're like oh, that yeah. about the guns, and we're like this about football. It, it, that we're happened like with that, NASCAR we're too. Like that with healthcare, it's that happened with NASCAR. Like, Remember, they wanted to put them in these seats that yeah. were really rigid, and right. there was a whole big fucking thing about it. It's like it could save somebody from dying. Is I'm not that... interested in that. No, that's not why I go to the Indy 500. I go to the Indy 500 so the tire hits me in the fucking skull. <laughs> I want to see some shit blow up so I got something to talk about when I go home to my empty life. And that is not to say that people that like an NASCAR have empty lives. I think it, car racing is great. I'm just saying we as a country have such a fucking obsession with violence and the way and mostly people making the decisions don't play the fucking sport. No, they don't. And there are guys who are fucking drooling on themselves going, it might not be good later. Yeah. And 25-year-old men with a lot of energy and guys that don't want to give it up because they're in the middle of the game and want to be warriors because they do take this that seriously yeah. are not thinking for themselves. No, they're and, not. You know, as a guy who's fast approaching 50, you go, by by the way, happy for you to take those drugs, but slow them down. Don't take them so many at the same time. Take them in, you know, like mm-hmm. there's so many things where you just want to look back and go, it's going to fuck you. Yeah. It's and you're going to not, you're not going to want it down here. Yeah. Down here, you're going to wish you hadn't done that. And, but the fact that we get these guys are like, I don't want to change the fucking game. Don't fuck up the game, man. Let me hey, it's about this. hitting each other. Let me ask you this. Yeah. If a guy can't hit another fucking guy in the skull, how do I come? <laughs> When do I get to come? It's a good point. <laughs> if, if, I, if, I'm watching, if I'm watching a sport and I can't watch two gentlemen ram heads, I'm getting cheated. And I have not paid any money, but I am sitting in my living room watching it for free. So I should be able to watch two gentlemen slamming each other at full speed with helmets on. But here's the right? great thing. But here's the great thing. And I'm not, I'm not advocating, you know, 
Michael Vick's Dog Party. But by the way, that's a, that's a new saying, show on Fox <laughs> at midnight on on Saturdays. <laughs> Michael Vick's dog part. If we could get the collection of every fucking show we've ever made up, you and I would have the best network. If somebody is nerdy enough to aggregate every yeah. show we've ever made up and give us a lineup for the week, or oh, if it's just one good, day, the network would be great. Just yeah. tell us what the shows are, yeah. uh, time, or even the podcast, like anything that we brought up as a show or a movie. You yeah. know, you can, can make bro tell a series. It, it can all be part of the scheduling. You can all be part of the scheduling of the Walking Room Network. Tuesdays, uh, Michael Dick's Dog Party. Well, I guess we're offering the general manage- managership to uh, yeah. of Walking the Room Television. It's Network. a co-op. Yeah, WTR TV. Um, yeah, I, I feel like that that scares me when whenever we're like, whoa, 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 people still need to die. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. The next thing you know, you know when this you know when this country went to shit, we started taking razor blades out of apples at Halloween. Well, Janine was roundabout making the point, but not directly. But basically what she was saying was, we have agreed to not have peanuts in schools, but we haven't agreed to not have guns. <laughs> Which is just like... She's fucking great. That's yeah, fucking great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's super smart. Um, so, Well, um, here's the thing. If we arm the teachers with peanuts... Right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just give the teachers peanuts and they can throw them at people who are allergic. Yeah. We might be off on that. That should be one of our charities. Yeah. Get peanuts to teachers. Get peanuts to teachers. Rock in the room. Get peanuts to teachers. Turn the teachers into peanuts. Look, turn the... T- <laughs> Let me ask you something. Is uh, your teacher peanut free? Then I cannot have my kid in the classroom. I cannot have my kid in the classroom. I have to say, I watched Three Portlandias coming home, and I had not watched it before. And I, I have to say, it. I never laughed out loud, and yet it's hilarious. Yeah. Does that make sense? It makes sense. That's and how those I, guys I are only so see one sketch, fucking although good. Although, they, they did a nerd sketch, a fake commercial... About a girl who a girl and a guy are talking in a bar, and the girl goes, uh, "I'm a nerd. Like I totally loved like um, I love the Matrix and something else." And then and then an ner- actual nerd walks out and walks through the bar, and then everything fades to white. And he's like, "I'm I'm a nerd, and I I play Dungeons and Dragons, and I go to Renaissance fairs, and I dress up as characters, <laughs> and it's." I enjoy it, but it's horrible. And he goes, and I had to do it. And it's so fucking genius because the whole nerd thing is just, I'm sorry, 90% of people calling themselves nerds, you're not fucking nerds. No, no, no. You just like shit. You're not, nerds suffer. They do. They suffer horribly. Yep. And it's not, there's just because you put on big horn room glasses and you're a cute girl. Well, that's why, and you like Star Wars doesn't make you a nerd. That's why in years from now, when when they when you see Revenge of the Nerds, you're going to ask yourself during it. So is this about guys with Aspergers? <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't seem funny no, at all. It seems any, really mean spirited. Anytime I see it, I always think so. You're going to end it with a rape. <laughs> It ends with a rape. A guy it's, puts on a mask. A girl thinks her boyfriend is fucking her. It's a nerd. That's a rape. rape. Hello, everybody. I was just reenacting the end of Revenge of the Nerds. No, you were raping. No, you were raping. no, That's a rape. no. You, have you seen the movie? It's a rape. She ends up totally loving his dick. <laughs> Um, oh just like just a classic. No, but dude that's the thing. But, so, I'm, so, so here's a question, mm-hmm. or just I'm asking you because I genuinely. I like Fred Armisen and he makes me laugh all the time. Mm-hmm. But he's also, the character studies are so intense and so good. But it isn't like, um, like there were a couple of TV commercials during the Super Bowl that made me like, oh, that made me laugh out loud. That oh, was the fucking funny. Jamaican guy one, the, the white guy that was Jamaican. Beautiful. It was Beautiful. one of my favorite Also, the whispering ever. thing, the whispering thing in the library yeah. where the guy came in and went fire. Like yeah. that was, that whole thing was great. Yeah. And the falling, I love it. But a then a lot of fall. commercials that made absolutely no sense. Hey, Doritos. 
What the fuck are you doing? Well, Doritos ran a contest and let people make their own commercials. So the guy that did the well, goat, the goat thing, thing is... Cr- the guy that did the goat thing was the first place winner, I think. Okay, well, that didn't make any sense. Yeah. No. Yeah, the goat was going to kick the shit out of him okay. for taking the Doritos. At first it was cute and then it got bad. It's like this show. It wasn't. It's a lot like our show. Doritos, don't do that again. Doritos, I don't disagree. The, um, but there, I like, so what would you call that? Something that is wildly entertaining, completely accurate, f- super funny, you never laughed li- out loud once. I think you call it Portlandia, like you just said. That happens. I mean, I don't, I don't laugh out loud at Portlandia, really. I, but I didn't I laugh out loud. Like, oh, this is good, though. But I mean, I, I actually, like during Rushmore, I genuinely laughed out loud. But most mm-hmm. of his movies are like most weird, of his interesting things. Most you think. don't laugh out loud at. It's called a good feeling movie. <laughs> Feel good? You don't laugh at Mark Maron's podcast, but you enjoy it. I love it. <laughs> I absolutely fucking love his podcast. I, I generally I just, do. I love that I just took a swipe at Maron. He, here's the great thing. He'll never know. Yeah, he will. He's on, he's on Cloud Maron. Listens. I know, but she doesn't Jessica report listens. back about it. I know oh, she does. Yeah, she doesn't she report does. back everything. I hear yeah, she's no, way he... into fucking Pete Holmes now. And shit. Oh, really? No, I don't know. Oh, I like to accuse her of leaving us. Yeah, she did leave us. For a little while. I think she got way into... Oh, uh, yeah, dude. I don't know what happened. Uh, so, my wife just uh, my wife just sent me a text saying I have to get my balls snipped. Uh, oh, shit. So, um, well, that'll have, we'll have to talk about in the next one because I have to leave. Uh, okay. Uh, do we have anything coming up now? Uh, yeah, we do. I have we a couple have... things in February, but you have to go to, have to tweet them. Cause so, you I guys, don't... we... Last year when we had the, um, the sort of the whatever happened with Austin and... Uh, we got off the ball. We were actually doing a lot of shows, and then we weren't. And we're going to change that this year. We're going to try and do as many live podcasts as we can. And we are going to do two uh, Starfish Circuses a year. We're going to do one uh, every time, uh, Brooklyn one around the same time, January, February, March, somewhere in there at the beginning of the year. And then we're going to possibly do, we haven't completely confirmed this, but we're going to try and do a, another one uh, right before the PodFest. So that if you're here in town, you can go see that as well. Yeah, so the Thursday before the Friday that the festival starts, hopefully. Right. And we know a lot of people can't circus. get in and blah, blah, blah. But we have to put them in different places and we can't interfere with it. And we don't want to make people choose. So we thought, put them together and see how that works this year. And we'll do two a year. And we're talking about a live a live podcast, which we haven't done in New York uh, in June. Yep. We're talking about at that the right Union now. Hall. At Union Hall. And, um, and, um, and then, you know, we'll scatter some out. You know, hopefully we'll be in Australia in August. And we're doing Bridgetown in April, the Bridgetown uh, f- Comedy Festival in Portland. Uh, and then, you know, we just did San Francisco. So, yep. We're, we're going to try and be a little more instead of like, hey, we're doing a pod, a live podcast, like schedule them way ahead of time. And so then we're you also going to try and put them up uh, at a place where you can find them. We're going to try our tour page thing is sort of weird because it bounces to my website. We'll figure it out. Um, but we're doing the best we can. A lot of activity on the Facebook page. I'm getting back in the Thunderdome. I fixed my computer now so that I can go in there. Um, and Dave's in there. And keep staying in there. It is really helpful. And some of the shit that's being written in there, the Justin Van Warmer stuff, all the Rick- Richard Karkner stuff, like there's really good shit being written and done in that room. And uh, that's it. Glitter done. Glitter done. <laughs>